0: Members of the PHFFL, Commissioner Conlon here, coming at you Thursday night down in Tuck's Pub on a Halloween edition of the Race of Three podcast. And I'm stoked, I'm beyond honored to have for the second time on the Race of Three podcast here, co hosting with me, none other than Quinners, Quinn Pels, owner and GM of Hungry, Horny, and He, He, Henry. Winners, how are we doing? I'm doing great.
1: Glad to be here.
0: God, it's nice to have you here. Nice to have you second time. We're in the hot seat again. We asked Dan this last week. How's it feel? Second time around. Second
1: time around feels pretty good. Less nervous. Less prepared. Less but prepared. less nervous. So, <laughs> all that's right. Good.
0: That's fine. That's the way it should go. Let's go ahead. Practice a little tradition. Crack some cold ones here. Oh, there's. Scott damn it. <laughs> We got one can. We got one canned Oktoberfest year. And then Quinter's just got?
1: Good old bottle of Oktoberfest. Sam Adams, baby. Boy. Hardy and
0: smooth. Hardy and smooth, just like you. Hardy That's and smooth. Right. That's right. And you were saying, uh, was it Sam Clubs or Costco? Sam's
1: Club, baby. You Sam's
0: got Club. 28-pack. 28 28-pack. 28
1: Price 24-pack. How do you Walmart. think
0: they settled on a 28-pack?
1: Yeah, I have no idea if I like what's the maximum number of beers people can carry comfortably.
0: <laughs> you think that was the logic? Let's see if there's any nice, not really, 328 times 12 ounces. I didn't know if there was some nice round like mm. ounces or something not on clear. that. No nope. clue. It was nope. weird,
1: but it was good price. I jumped all over it.
0: Yeah, so it is. It's Halloween week. This weekend is Halloween. How... Ooh, You've been, have you been celebrating the season, watching any scary movies. No, you and the lady watching any scary movies. I'm a, a fan big of Halloween, I nope, no. don't really like
1: it. No, so kids act like assholes in school. <laughs> uh, just a lot of energy in the building. Tomorrow's Halloween parties, so oh boy, it just really puts me through hell. So, Halloween, not my favorite. What's the
0: anticipated, like, popular costume of the year at the Oh um,
1: God. Anything Fortnite, Pikachu, okay. Batman. All right. Just everything.
0: Everything across the so board. Stupid. Does uh does Mr. Pelz dress up for the
1: occasion? No, God, no. <laughs> this is what would happen. I'd dress up like a clown or something, and then we'd have a fight, and I'd be sitting in my office <laughs> talking to parents dressed as a clown. Well so, Homecoming, do... Halloween, any dress up day, I do not partake. All right. Make, exactly. sure,
0: make sure you keep it professional That's for right. Those would be pretty hard to discipline somebody if you were dressed up like. Clint. Yeah, look like a jackass. I guess so. I guess so. At the at the old casa, will we have lights on, giving out candy to the kids.
1: Uh, well, beggars night's Saturday, going to a Halloween party, nice. so really excited about that. Too. Right, Not all right. at all, but I do have a costume, so. Oh, well, what what are we going at for the party? I'm the operation board. Oh. Elise is going to be a nurse, the nurse slash doctor, so. Got to find a clown nose, but other than
0: that, we're good to go. Uh, there you go. That's pretty what solid. That's pretty what's solid. Your Halloween it,
1: activity,
0: like yeah, and actually, I, that is a housekeeping item. So this, the show next week. Right now, it's all up in there, air. A little TBD. Actually, driving to Omaha tomorrow night, and we fly out to go to Cabo San Lucas. So That's I will be sick. a drunken American, so I'm going to go for down south of the border. So we'll be there saturday through next friday had to make sure we were back in time for iowa state versus texas obviously you have to have your priorities so we'll be back That's for sad. that yeah um so tbd on what's gonna happen to this podcast it might just be as fast as three minutes it might be recorded on a saturday it might not be recorded at all or i might you know if i get a wild hair and we're back in the room and i'm drunk at night i might just open it up and give a little race to three podcast south of the border tequila through the Pumping through the veins edition of the show. I don't hate
1: that idea. There's yeah, we'll another idea. Just give Daniel the login. He can sit in his basement. <laughs> and talk That's... like he's trapped to be there. Again, so. <laughs> Just gonna... kidding, Daniel,
0: love you but... old, old Dan the man, what, what do you give him? So let's do the, is uh, it Ebert and Deli? Ebert and what the fuck are the two guys that used to like <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs downs, performances? you know what I'm talking no about idea. on movies?
1: <laughs> no idea.
0: All right, hold on here. We have the power of Google. The guys that give thumbs up and thumbs bad radio. down on bad movies. Radio. Bad radio. It always is. Roger and Ebert.
1: Ah, never heard of him.
0: <laughs> okay. It's
1: Roger Ebert. It's his name. <laughs> well,
0: I think there's two of them. Let's see here. Roger Ebert. We'll see. This is bad radio. No one else can see this. Um, Yeah, this is the guy I'm thinking about. Oh, no,
1: Roger Ebert. He looks like the man.
0: Don't know anything about him. Well, anyways, he would give a movie either two thumbs up, one thumbs up, one side down, or like this, or like both thumbs. What what, what performance do you give Dan the man? Wow. One Dan. thumbs down, that's it. What? I
1: love Daniel. i just mad at him because he didn't show up to the wedding last weekend. So. Uh, okay, that's uh,
0: that's fair. I have to,
1: just let my anger out of here. He won't listen to this anyway, so it doesn't matter.
0: That is fair. And At this point, we're five minutes and 30 seconds in. We might have lost a lot of listeners yeah, already, so probably. it happens. With that. We're gonna to try to keep this thing anywhere within an hour. Um, trying to think of any other housekeeping items. None that come to mind. None that come to mind. Let's just go ahead and get into transaction corner. Uh, I gotta ask you, you're probably the only one, one of the far few, opening up on my phone that use that. Uh, trade trade feature, feature functionality. I don't know why people don't use that. I mean, the first time he used it, he had a deal done
1: with damn near within 24 hours. Yeah, I also initiated that. I don't know if Nathan saw that on there or not. But, okay, um, all right. I did reach out to him. All I did was send him a trade. We didn't even text or anything, and then boom, he accepted it. Any go?
0: Any bites on? So that was pretty no nonsense trade deal. Then Yeah, no, fucking around, yeah. just
1: yeah. do it. Najee Harris, I put on there right away I've he's since taking him off. off he's he off. is very good, so he will not be up for sale or he's, trade at all.
0: He's off the block, folks. Any any bites on T.Y. Hilton?
1: No. He's going to be a wide receiver one there for the Colts. Come on, people. Who wants him?
0: There you go. Here's the platform. Pump the va- the value. So, no, it no, looks like no one else is added to the block this week. So Let's get ahead get into it. I think the only thing we'll bring you guys – Transactions look like they're in a little bit later at ESPN here this week, 3.08 a.m. in the morning on Thursday night. Uh, that would have been last night process this morning. These will be the only ones we give you. And I guess the first one we'll stop at and talk about the OBJYN. They added the who's been on fire as of late tight end for the Bengals, CJ Uzma, I believe in the way you pronounce his name, position ranked 11 on the year. Ten point four. He's had a couple really solid outings. Two one twenty four point outing, one twenty six point outing. Uh Quinn, let's just do this. Is this a trend that's here to stay with CJ being with the what seems to be a high powered Bengals offense and Joe Burrow? Or what are your thoughts here on the pickup of CJ Uzma?
1: Yeah, tight end's a tough position. So anytime you can get a tight end in the top ten, pushing in the top ten, you gotta take it. So I actually tried to get him, too, so uh, old Benny beat me to him. So yeah, can't argue with that, but that's kind of why you want a tight end. Someone that's going to go big or go zero, so I don't hate it.
0: No, I don't hate it either. I think it's a good pickup, good pickup to your point. Tight end is tough sledding. Might as well go out and get one when there's a heartbeat there. Uh, the next one we'll look at. Alex Fitzsons, Mac and TDs, he went out and dropped himself. Tyson Williams, The if I'm not mistaken, I think he was an undrafted rookie for the Ravens. Um, certainly a rookie for the Ravens. Kind of had a hot, hot start of the year and was has been like a surprise. Healthy scratch as of late. Supposedly he doesn't pick up his assignments very well and he's a liability in that game. So he goes out. Gets himself Boston Scott. I believe this is a handcuff for Miles Sanders. I think there's some injury issues perhaps with Miles Sanders. looks like Miles Sanders left the game late in the first quarter with an ankle injury this last week. Don't know his status, so I believe this is Alex just getting himself a little insurance in case Miles isn't able to go.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. And Alex could be starting two no-name running backs here next week. so. Tough sledding for Al in the running back position. The whole
0: department is tough. Luckily, his wide receivers have been able to string him along. We'll go through here. Not going to talk about kickers. We will talk to you. You had seen, officially, you have seen enough of uh, Jimmy GQ.
1: Oh, God. I only had Jimmy for bye weeks. My whole team was on bye last week. So, I picked up Jimmy G. Didn't even know if he was going to play or not. He's questionable uh and i had like five quarterbacks i pulled chad i had five quarterbacks on my roster sure. so three of them were on by and the other ones to sean watson so uh dropped jimmy g as soon as i could
0: that's fair enough i would imagine he's going to lose that job to trey lance here sooner rather than later then we'll stop we'll take a look at Malc Daddy's squad Jameis Winston revenge tour goes and drops the second year wide receiver tyler tyler johnson the buccaneers I think he more or less picked him up, hoping he'd be more involved in the offense with Antonio Brown out for a little while now. Went and got himself, who's more or less a wide receiver out of the backfield here in New England, getting Brandon Bolden, who's coming off a six-reception, 79 yards, one-tutty performance there in New England. Any thoughts of him maybe holding down like the old James White role or any other kind of scat back coming out of the backfield in New
1: England? Yeah, I'd never heard of this guy, so... Malcolm, he's always playing chess, but we're playing checkers, so (laughs) we'll see how he does.
0: That's right. We'll see how that strategy works. Other than that, looks like we have kickers or defense, so we'll skew off of this, and no mail. Mail Mailbag is bone dry. What are the odds of that? What are the odds of that? So we'll just go ahead and get into the meat of the night. Meat of the night is brought to you by none other... Then the premier amateur barbecue team on the Central Iowa, North Central Iowa, Northwest Circuit T and T barbecue. And what do we have tonight for you guys for the meat of tonight? So Kamish Khan, when he bitched out a little bit tonight on Quinn, it's wet, it's cold, it's rainy. We did not fire up the smoker. We did not fire up the grill. So what did we order in? We ordered in a little za, a little pizza, a little pepperoni pizza. So this is what I'll tell you the meat of the night. We're going to bring you something a little different tonight, too. So this might as well be different. We're bringing you pizza. I'll tell you how I fire up a little pizza, a little homemade pizza on the grill. This is what I do. First, it all starts. You go to Hy-Vee and you go, and there's like a pizza aisle or there's a section in some aisle for pizza where they have these little thin crust. I think there's like two, maybe three crusts, like just this plastic bag. Quinners, if you ever seen yeah, those, I'm talking. All right, I get, get those, get myself just a little, little marinara, a little pizza sauce, get that, get that all, all on there. So I get that on there. Meantime, I take some ground beef, I take some bacon, I get the ground beef cooking on the grill, I get the bacon cooking on the grill, get that all brown ground beef nice and brown, grounded up, get the bacon nice and crispy, pull that off, Get the ground beef on there. Take a white onion. Chop up some white onion. Sprinkle that all around the pizza. Put put a little, for we're making a bacon cheeseburger pizza, folks, to do that, you need to have a little mozzarella cheese and a little cheddar cheese. You got to have the white and yellow. You don't really need that. It just kind of looks nice. Sprinkle that on there. And then last but not least, you got to get that bacon, chop up that bacon, get bacon, put that on there, throw the whole thing back on the grill for I'd call it maybe seven minutes. Make sure you rotate it so you're not getting any burnt crust anywhere. Pull that bad boy out. Have a jar of pickles. My personal favorite pickles mm-hmm. are the famous Dave's pickles that they have. They spicy got spicy ones. Yeah, they got a oh, nice yeah. little heat to them. Put that on there. And that is how you make yourself a nice homemade bacon cheeseburger pizza. And that is what tonight's meat of the night will be is bacon cheeseburger pizza. That ain't no all-meat-matters barbecue. That ain't no RGQ (laughs) barbecue. Thank you, Quinners, That's TNT Barbecue. Our meat is dynamite. So we got Quinners here tonight. We said it was going to be a little bit different. I don't know if we've touched on it yet, but we are right at the mile marker of the regular season. Half of the season is in the books, so we are halfway there. Running this marathon, we're halfway. We still got half the season left. I can't decide if that seems like it's flown by or if we still got a lot left. It's flown by,
1: yeah. Football it's, always flies, by. yeah. It
0: does. It is crazy to think that even as of last year maybe it was two years ago we used to just have a 12 week regular season. Uh, they've extended the season, they've extended the buys out, so at least we're getting two more regular season weeks. I guess two more weeks of PHFL this season, yeah. So that's yeah, nice. could
1: be good, could be bad. Yeah,
0: We could could be damn near three-fourths of the way through the regular season, but now we're only halfway, so I guess that part's night. That's nice. So what we'll do is we'll do the traditional rewind. I'll bring you last week everything you need to know. Instead of a look ahead, we're going to do a rewind back through the whole season, valuation of the rosters, updating where everyone's sitting in the standings. I know everybody looks at the projected percentage being the playoffs, so we'll let that kind of dictate who we talk about and what we think about that. Quinners, how that all sound to you? Sounds great. All right, hell yeah. With that, let's go ahead and get into the Rewind.
2: We will start this Halloween in the cemetery, where Show Me Where You Shit From was hard at work digging a grave. Tom Brady and DeAndre Swift had no problems digging six feet deep, and Kyle Pitts, Pitts and A.J. Brown carved up a tombstone. Who was the grave for, you may ask? Girl, has gone wild, and they got buried alive. Getting a scrappy performance out of Devontae Booker, Christian Kirk, and DK Metcalf wasn't enough to keep Show Me Where You ship from from covering them in six feet of dirt. The Tombstone Red, Here Lies grilly's Gone Wild 2021 season 155 to 104. Meanwhile, Janus Winston Revenge Tour and the Tomcats had a Freddy Krueger vs. Jason showdown. The Tomcats sharpened their machete and aimed to slice off Freddy's head, getting another big day out of the Packer stack of Rodgers and Adams and serviceable days from Robert Woods and Mo'Ally Cox. Freddie wasn't going to go down without a fight. He put on his glove of razors and got to work haunting the Tomcats' dreams and haunt their dreams they did, getting nice days from all across the board. The last thing the Tomcat saw was Freddie's glove and a 38-point Cooper Cup outing, losing 154-122. to 122. If The Last Showdown featured two of the most iconic slasher movie killers, then the match between Berkser, I Barely Know Her, and the OBJYN was a dick-measuring contest between a tiny doll and a little green man, Chucky versus the Leprechaun. The demon doll, the OBJYN, was quick to whip theirs out, thanks to Hollywood Brown and Foster Moreau, but quickly shriveled up like in the deep end of a cold pool, thanks to Pat Mahomes, Mike Davis, and Alan Robinson. Berkser, I Barely Know Her, pulled out their little green unit, Hoping to get their gold back. At the end of the Rainbow of Horror was a decent outing for Matt Ryan and Corey Davis. The judges had to measure in millimeters and took their time measuring both length and girth before finally awarding the leprechaun his gold. Berkser, a barely knower, wins 97 to 87. Sinners like me and Jerry's kids both went trick-or-treating this weekend but went to vastly different neighborhoods. Every door sinners like me knocked on seemed to be handing out king-sized candy bars thanks to a spectacular 32-point day of Mike Evans and 25 points from Damian Harris. Jerry's kids went on the wrong side of the tracks and had no tricks worth a shit and got their pillowcase filled with candy corn, peppermint, and black licorice thanks to a poor outing from Quez Watkins, Jamal Williams, and Mark Andrews. End of the day, Sinners Like Me enjoys themselves a Snickers and a Reese's, winning 137 to 70. Mac and TDs and Hungry, Horny, and E.T. E. Henry both had a Halloween party to be at. Alex dressed in a trendy Joe Exotic costume that the crowd loved, getting a 34-point outing from the Rook. Jamar chasing 25 points from Scary Terry. Quinn, running late for the party without a costume, quickly just grabbed a piss-stained bed sheet and cut out a couple eye holes and went as a ghost. Fitting, because his team resembled a piss-stained ghost this weekend, with the majority of the squads on by. Hungry, horny, and he—he he, Henry got less than desirable form- performances from Jeremy McNichols, Sony Michelle, and Jimmy G. MacIntyds wins the Halloween costume contest, 137 to 70. Finally, at the same party, the Boys of Fall and Dirty Band Super Punters went bobbing for some fantasy points. Nick thought he came up big, pulling out 37 points from Tua. But the Commissioner Conlin said, hold my beer. And damn near went deep-sea diving, pulling out 30 points from Kyler Murray, 34 points from Alvin Kamara, and even 22 from the Bucks D. Boys of Fall win, 175 to 113. Whew. And there you go. Fast
0: three minutes. Three minutes and 30 seconds. Damn, that's the way it that's went. Impressive. Sorry to take a shot at your team like that. Right. You know? fucking sucks. Yeah, You know, it. it's all right. It'll yeah, happen. Thanks. A lot of teams on bias. Nothing you can do about it. That is the rewind, and now I guess we'll get into our even larger re- rewind. Let's open up the standings here, Quinners. Any final thoughts or reflections looking back to last week between your game, between you and Mac and TDs? Yeah,
1: it just sucks giving Alex some momentum. Now he's only a game behind. He's right back in the thick of it. So I'm impressed with how Alex has handled it. I mean, his team looked like absolutely terrible to start. So uh,
0: Yeah, he went from the Bonnie Rotten Hillary Clinton squad uh, Slowly scrap scrapping his way up the standings here, it looks like. I suppose we'll just get into it. So I'm trying to think here, Quinners. We want to start bottom up, top down. I like bottom up. I
1: like bottom up.
0: All right, I'm with the bottom up. And this is what we'll do. We'll use this bottom area here, Quinners, of I guess where we'll start. Cause this has all of our standings as such. And then we will work our way through. Uh, the playoff percentages and we'll bring that to the folks so the first one we're starting at you know i said that jake and show me where you ship from pretty much put the final final scoop of dirt on girlie's gone wild 2021 season we'll go ahead open it up you know we're going to stick with you know you say you're not a not a big halloween guy we're going to stick with halloween theme here Uh, we'll do a few things one We'll say, hey, does this team have any hope left? Does this team have a chance to get into the playoffs? Uh, We'll do that, and then we'll go ahead, and we will give a ghost for the season, someone that's been ghosting them or is going to continue to be a ghost for the rest of the year. And then maybe we'll go with a – let's go with like a goblin, someone that's going to be gobbling up the points. Sound good? Don't hit it. All right. Um, First things first, I guess. I'll get us kickstart here, and we can pick the same players. That that doesn't matter because we're just firing from the hips here. But, I mean, I'll go ahead and I'll say who I think's going to be gobbling up some points here for Harv down the stretch. If I had to choose somebody, I mean, there ain't ain't a whole – sorry, Harv, just ain't a whole lot to choose from. Dak Prescott. Ian, that exactly was where I'm going to go with old Dak Prescott. Let's, could
1: couldn't season an MVP
0: Yeah, so he's position ranked 11 on the year, averaging 29.9 points. If I'm not mistaken, they already had their buy. So if it wasn't for that, um, it'd probably be even more than that. But Arv's sitting 1-6 on the year. I think Dak Prescott, he's going to continue to gobble up the points. With that said, I know he's going through some kind of calf injury. His Mm -hmm. status for at least this week is semi-questionable. He's got a question next to his name. Looks like he's been practicing in limited capacity. Quinn, who who do you who would you pick as the person gobbling? Would it be Dak or you got anyone else? Oh, it's got to be Dak.
1: The roster is not looking so hot. Sam, I'm sorry to say it, but yeah. There's not a lot of highlights in that. George Kittle being out obviously hurts him. Yeah. So A. J. Green's yeah. been decent here and there, but
0: Yeah, and then DK Metcalf is obviously stud, but without Russell Wilson, I know he had that long bomb against your squad, yeah. the Saints and Lattimore. But other than that, he pretty yeah, well yeah, was locked know. down. So It'll be interesting. I think he needs Russell Wilson if he wants to be gabbling the, gobbling up the points. And then, I mean, I don't think there's any shortage to choose from. Quinner's just going to get another beer, but I'm going to put him on the spot once he gets back with his Oktoberfest. Who are you going to say is just going to ghost him the rest of the season or who has been his ghost this year that's got him to that one-and-six season? Yeah,
1: I think we got to ghost a position here. I think it's got to be the running backs.
0: Yeah. The just
1: whole- no consistency in the running backs. Yeah, That's tough. Uh,
0: we got Antonio Gibson leading the way. I mean, strength 15. He's been decent, nice balls last two weeks 4.4, 7.6. That's rough. I think he's working through some kind of shin injury, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, uh, I think it might even be a stress fracture. Yeah, stress fracture. We'll see how long he can hang in there. If it's not for Antonio Gibson, I mean, right now he's scrapping by with Devontae Booker. Saquon gets back. That's going to go away. Now, I like your take there, and I will say that the halfbacks are the ghosts of this whole roster. And really, at the end of the day, this whole roster could just
1: be a ghost. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tough, tough times. Tough
1: sledding for old Sam. Tough
0: times. One in six. Does he have a chance?
1: I'm sure i will beat you at least one more time. Oh, my
0: God. He might actually beat me. It's, it's been known to happen. ESPN okay. puts his chances at playoffs at of 1%. Um, you know, I wouldn't argue with that. One percent seems pretty accurate.
1: He's in a hole right now. He's got to dig his way out, and it's nice. it'd be hard to do. Yeah, it's. I'd put a zero there, but ESPN's nice. Yeah, they're they're
0: they're saying there's a chance. They say never say never till he's mathematically out of it. So from one or doubling up a percent chance to get in the playoffs here with a whopping two percent. My smoking mate, my barbecue partner, Tommy B and the Tomcats, coming in right now at a two and five on the season. ESPN only giving them a 2% chance to get in the playoffs. Let's open it up. Let's find someone that's been gobbling up the points or could gobble up the points, and then who's been ghosting them.
1: Well, just to note, the the difference in points four for Tom and Sam, Tom's at least you know been up there, been competitive. He's a 2-5 and five team, but he could easily be – yeah. Three four, four and three. You're not I know his percentage is two, but that seems awfully low. Yeah, yeah. that seemed kind of rough. He's man. had a rough go at it too with points four against him, but still is Harv. That's
0: but. that's a good call out. 748 points, points four for Harv. Does also unfortunately attempt to make <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: that's had to
0: make for a brutal season. He also Happens to have the most points scored against them as well. Pretty f-
1: by a lot. Besides by, Tom. Yeah,
0: besides Tom and Tom, to your point. I and mean, he's thrown up 883. He has more points than at least one, two, three other people. And honestly, everyone that's in 900, it's not like he's that far away from them. Uh, so yeah, his team's been serviceable. He's just had a shellacking of points put up against him, too. Harv, oh, boy, I feel bad for you. Uh, that looks rough. Let's get into the Tomcats. Let's figure out what's been going good for him, what's been going bad for him, sticking with the goblins and the ghosts. Uh, Quinn, who do you – go Go ahead and throw out there. Who's the goblin and maybe just some overall thoughts on this roster? As this through.
1: Yeah, I like Tom's roster. I think he's put it together piece by piece here throughout the years. But um, I do think Tyler Lockett, once Russell Wilson gets back, he'll get back to true form. Uh, just has had a rough go at it with Geno. I mean, there's not a lot there quarterback-wise. Definitely hurts. Uh, His running backs, you know, decent, but obviously his goblin is going to be Aaron Rodgers, especially tonight. I think Aaron Rodgers, everyone's counting him out. No receivers. I bet you he still throws over 250 yards, a couple of So For
0: for sure, I would agree with that. Goblin, that stack of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, I think just about every week on the rewind, that's getting a shutout. So I'll agree with that. Um, CD Lamb, I guess I'd give honorable mention. I could see him continuing to blow up down the stretch and the ghost on him here. That's why I'm going to say, cause I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful. So this is why I'm saying it. I'm hopeful that C-Mac gets back sooner rather than later. So I'm going to say Juba Hubbard, who's been holding down the spot for the Panthers, at halfback position is a ghost on him and
1: disappears later in the year. Oh yeah. That's very possible. I mean, it should happen, but McCaffrey, I think I saw a stat. He's only played six games since 2019 or something like that. So uh, really hasn't been healthy. So, Sergeant yeah. Chuba might, might pay dividends for old Tommy B here in the long haul. Don't like that stat line. Don't like that at all. No. Um,
0: Scanning through here, really don't think it's that bad of a looking roster. We are at two and five. So that is tough. Uh, let's. I'm just curious. I want to see who's playing this week. No Devontae Adams tonight. He got the vid. So he won't be playing on Thursday night football. I'm sure Ben and Tom are both disgruntled about that. Going against Jerry's kids and is actually projected to be a favorite. What do we think? Playoffs in his future, or is he going for the toilet bowl? Yeah, that
1: two percent really throws All me a, for a loop there because I think his percentage is probably a little better than that. But two and five again, it's a big hole to climb out of. Yep. You got to finish this league probably less than five, or less than six, seven losses. I think you got to finish over five hundred, so yep. it's going to be really tough. He's going to have to flip that record uh, going into the second half of the season here. Be five and two at the minimum. Yeah,
0: I, I agree with your take there because that, I'm going to say, playoffs not in his future. Let's go ahead and keep moving through here. That'll get us the OBJYN, Ben Nielsen, someone I'm pretty sure that I've dubbed and has been the last few years, always in there in the championship running, sitting at three and four. Uh, points four, actually less than Tom's, and is actually the second lowest in the league at a 22% chance of going into playoffs, the OBJYN, Ben Nielsen squad. Let's open this up. Let's figure out what the hell's been going on for the OBJYN.
1: You know, if you had one team to pick at the beginning of the year to finish in the top top three or four, I think everybody would have picked Ben's team here. Yeah, for sure. Looking at the players, looking at everybody, it's just like what is happening with this. But Allen Robinson hasn't produced. Odell Beckham hasn't produced. Saquon's been hurt. Uh, you just run into problems left and right. So uh, it's an unfortunate start, but a lot of season left.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm going to say his ghost is got to be Allen Robinson. That's a sad, sad story. Ben has seen enough. He has finally put the number 59 position ranked wide receiver, only averaging 7.7 points on the year, finally put him on the bench. That's gotta hurt when you got a player of that caliber riding pine and putting up that kind of performance. I'll say that's his ghost. How'd you go ahead? Pick us out.
1: His goblin. Oh, he's goblin. No other than the Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, he has to turn around at some point. I think I don't think the league figured him out. I don't think uh his kid is impacting his play. I do think that, you know, he is trying to do a little too much at times, but I mean, shit, I'm sitting on the couch saying that he's out there playing. So, uh, he'll turn it around. He'll pick it up. He'll limit the interceptions. Uh, he'll start making the easy throws, go from there. Andy Reid won't let him struggle for too much longer. So, it's yeah. got to be Pat Mahomes. Quarterback scores a shitload of points in this league anyway. So, yeah, uh, he's going to pick it back up.
0: Yep. I mean That's a good call out. People are acting. Um, it's just not his level of play. I guess they're accustomed to. But, at least for fantasy-wise, he's been – more than viable yet, position ranked four, averaging thirty one point two points on the year. Yeah, it's coming off a rough, rough nine point eight. But really, you scan through that rest of the year, and it's kind of like, well, you can live with that. Real football, though, a little alarming that since week two, we're always had some kind of turnover of sorts. And some weeks we've had three turnovers. Yeah, That's not a good. little
1: rough. Um, the other ghost you could throw in there would be Odell. <laughs> And Saquon, like I mentioned, those two at the beginning too. Odell and Saquon just injury, injury, injury prone. So for sure, for sure. And Odell, even when he's been healthy,
0: hasn't been able to get a connection going with Baker Mayfield. Let's scoop out here. Remind myself what the percentage chance was: twenty-two percent, three and four. So we're only a game back from five hundred. Uh, only a game back from having the division lead there for the gridiron gorillas what do you think is going to happen with the objyn
1: no i think it's very very way. possible he makes the playoffs ben is one of those players too he's very active on the waiver wire yeah. he's not messing around i mean the whole league's good at that but he tends to know some things that the rest of us don't so oh, i yeah. think he'll be he'll be active he'll be searching he'll be hunting for that uh get that team turn around it's very possible percentage is only 22 but yeah shit, i'd give him about 50 50 chance
0: yeah i hear you i agree with you i think he will at the end of the day just because of his grind will find his way in the playoffs is what i'll say let's keep scooting on here you we've already sang him some praises tonight the bonnie rotten squad of the league ain't looking so rotten now at three and four um his projected playoff percent chance is actually lower so he's projected only a 12 percent chance here we're talking none other than mac and tds alex Vitzum, own and gm squad coming in with another low 829 points on a two game heater right now though two wins um scanning through here he's been a fairly active owner in terms of moves he's sitting there with 20 only a few ahead of him can't beat the um, you, Christ, you, you can't beat Perks, or I barely know or or Chavis wants revenge. Or um, we'll get to their volume when we get there, but it's
2: staggering
0: compared to staggering. The, rest of the, the rest of the league. Let's go ahead and here get into the Mac and TDs, the three and four Mac and TDs, a twelve percent chance playoffs Mac and TDs. And I will say one thing. Getting a
2: halfback
0: into his lineup will certainly help him get a W this week. Uh, who's that halfback going to be? Must have to be Boston Scott, who we picked up off the waiver wire because it looks like Josh Jacobs is on by. Miles Sanders is projected to have zero points.
1: Yeah, that's not helping Alex at all. I'm sure he's very frustrated in that regard. It's one of those things you go to the waiver, you got about 12, 15 running backs projected about five, six points. You just got to try to pick the right guy. Uh, I trust that you know Boston Scott might get a couple carries, but he also could easily lay a goose egg. So you just never know with those those late hail mary running backs yeah, there in the waiver wire. But we'll for, see
0: for sure. Um, scan through this roster. I mean, I'm going to say Goblin. I mean, you, you you picked a ghost position earlier, so I think we could pick a Goblin of a position. And I would say that wide receiver unit of a scary Terry McLaurin. DJ Moore, then none other than the fantastic rook, Jamar Chase, just setting the league on fire. I would have to say that's kind of been the catalyst of the three ones he has and potential moving forward. And that's where that's coming from, is from the wide
1: receiver position. Yeah, his running backs leave a lot to be desired. But those uh those wide receivers, Jamar Chase played us all when he said that the NFL football was harder to catch this preseason. So yeah. Uh, he's making it look easy out there It's awesome
0: He's making it look crazy easy Paired up with his old quarterback Wide receiver three on wow. the year as a rookie Only seven weeks into his career
1: Hasn't it's, had a week under 10 points Or under no, 13 points That's yeah, wild.
0: That is wild He's been solid Wouldn't mind seeing him dawn A boys of fall jersey That'd be good Let's go ahead What are you ghosting? You're just going to say The running back position Is there anything else here that sticks out to you?
1: Uh, Mac Jones, a quarterback. I mean, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's – it's go. he had a good week last week, but let's be real. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to pan out in the long term, but
0: – He's kind of ghostly white. Yes,
1: is. He
0: is. Position rank 22. Yeah, I mean, good week last week. Other than that, it's been average to below average at best. Just a rookie. Not really a high-octane offense there Not a lot. I like your call there, as a ghost. So let's make a call here at three and fourth. What you saw in that roster with the twelve percent chance that ESPN has dawned upon Mac and TDs. What do you think the future lies for this squad?
1: Uh, I think he's a couple of years away. I don't. He. I gave him a win last week, and the fact that eighty percent of my team was on a buy. Uh, he beat you. Yeah, Which he actually did, did score a decent amount of points that week, so yeah. it wasn't uh, it didn't give him that win either. But Son of a bitch. Uh, I think I think two three years from now we're looking at Alex as a top front runner for the league. But this year, I think he's a little shy of the playoffs this year. All right, yeah,
0: I one of the eventually we're gonna not see eye to eye. I think he gets back to looking like Bonnie Rod here sooner rather than later. But with those wide receivers. You never know, that's enough to win them a week True. each and every week. Um, it's seven twenty here. They're about to kick off on Thursday night football. They're in Arizona. Packers are gonna be receiving the ball, and I guess Quinners quick. I think the spread was even with the team being stricken by COVID, it was a six point favorite to the Arizona Cardinals. And then I believe the over-under on this was 50-and-a-half. 50 50, 50-and-a-half, yeah, 50-and-a-half. Based on that, I know you said you already had some stuff locked in, perhaps even a three-leg parlay on this.
1: Yep, um, hit the old same-game parlay. Uh, with Green Bay Packers winning, I took the over. I think both defenses need some work. And then I took Kyler Murray, anytime touchdown score. So well, I like you'll that. probably listen to this on Saturday or Sunday, hopefully uh, –
0: I'm we, right. You'll be rich. $50 richer would be oh, nice. Oh, uh, that'd be nice. Uh, anytime touchdown score, he has to physically run that in then. Does. Yeah. Yes, passes. has to run it in. All right. That's what we'll be cheering for. Uh, this game, I personally don't have any wages locked in on it. Um, I'll give you the T-Con in-game updates. I know what the lines are now. I'll be watching here carefully, and we'll place an in-game bet if and when the line moves to a place where I want to pounce. But for now, we'll be back to the topic at
2: hand, and we'll
0: get to the team that doubles up the majority of the league in terms of roster moves, that being Berkshire, I
2: barely know her,
0: and Nate the Great. How would you – so your team name for the longest time was running where I'd ask people how they would pronounce Hungry Horn, and he, he henry That's right. Now I want to know, how would you do Berkshire, I barely know her?
1: I think you've nailed it. I don't know if there's a better way to do it than what you have, but – uh, <laughs> I do think it's hilarious. Nathan named his team after a backup tight end. <laughs> it's not
0: even on his squad as anymore.
1: Has <laughs> dropped him since. I actually heard Ferkser's name on uh, on ESPN for the first time a couple weeks ago. I was like, holy shit, he does actually play in the <laughs> yeah. league. I had never heard, heard of the guy. So, Ferkser, I barely know her. I think he's got to stick and stay. Uh, but you're right. You need to get that clipped, and you have Nathan doing uh, it. Get that clipped that every time you, for, you say
0: it. For sure. It. You need to get that thing clipped up. Opening up the squad here. And you know what? I don't even think I brought to the league. We just talked about his outstanding amount. What do you what do you think about that many transactions? Fifty Six, transactions.
1: 50? What is he doing? Um, Does he work? And like Casey's just paying him to search on his goddamn fantasy team the whole day.
0: I mean to put in perspective.
1: Go you walk your son, man. He,
0: <laughs> well, maybe he's doing both at the same time. Yeah, he could be. He could be. To put in perspective, um, he's only in the second most moves. But the third most behind him has half of that with 25.
1: So uh-huh.
0: a staggering amount of transactions. He is.
1: Wheeling and dealing.
0: And all of those transactions have gotten him to a 3-4 and four record, uh, 844 points scored on the year, and a 23% chance of the playoffs here. Let's look at the always active Nate the Great, and let's figure oh, out.
1: You can't say he doesn't care. He cares. He might care more than anybody. He's like the Dan Campbell of uh fantasy owners.
0: I'd say I love it. And that is what he will be labeled from now on is Nate Dan Campbell Pierce. That is good. That is good. Um gobbling up some points. This is what I will say. He's gonna get some points gobbled up from give me Daryl Henderson, actually, running back. For the Los Angeles Rams, let me open them up here. Position rank 14 on the year. I believe he missed a game due to yeah, injury yeah. against Tampa Bay. Has been pretty solid. Wasn't that solid against Detroit? I think he gets up into halfback one territory in a high-octane offense before the season's over. and It's all said and done. Thoughts
1: on that, corners? No, I think it's good. Daryl Henderson is a good pickup. He's one of those that kind of flies under the radar, in my opinion, but puts up numbers every single week. Uh, he does have Julio Jones riding his bench. that has got to be disappointed for him. You know, a lot of talk about Julio being that big guy, but he's kind of turned into a ghost this season as far as being healthy, just getting targets, yeah. yards. That, that he has been, has been
0: irrelevant all other than week two against the Seahawks. Is that who you would label the ghost of the squad then? Or? I would
1: say so, yes. Just probably high hopes, didn't live up to the expectations. Uh he, he's got a decent squad for the most part. Uh, Brandon Cooks I don't love. I did trade him Brandon Cooks, but um does put up points. So yeah. we'll have to see. But Yeah,
0: hopefully getting Nick Chubb back here healthy. I mean, that's what he needs to really get the squad rolling.
1: I am surprised he doesn't have Chase Edmond in his starting lineup tonight. But Yeah, a little Thursday night
0: football ball, and you know what? I didn't even – I'm gotta be cheering for Kyle Murray and a nice DeAndre Hopkins stack tonight. So I gotta be cheering for. So I've kind of even escape my escape my memory. Speaking of that, there's Murray coming out right now. Maybe Packers punt. Yeah, Packers punted. Must have punted pretty quick. So let's say this then at at three and four with the twenty three percent chance. Are you gonna put them up in the playoffs or are you leave them down in the bottom?
1: I think I got to leave in the bottom. I already got one under 500 team and in, going into the playoffs, and yeah. that was Ben. So, at this point, just due to the lack of numbers, we only have six playoff teams. Sorry, Nate, the great. I think you're you know, you're know wheeling and dealing. You're working your ass off. But I think you're going to fall in that seven position, that would be my prediction. All
0: right. So, you'll be knocking on the door, you're saying. Um, God, I wish we would disagree on one of these, but I can't yet. I can't yet. He is not going to make – the playoffs here either um and we'll go up the food chain here we'll move up the season standings and the next one we're looking at here with dirty fan super punters i would say just based on looking at the points four on the season and the fact that we're starting to get into yet this is another three and four squad we have 41 percent chance I would say we're bumping up into a different tier or a different class of teams thus far. Yeah, and the points
1: for definitely shows that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we are talking about here the Nick owned owning GM, and led Dirty Van Super Punters three and four in the season, 924 points for with a 41% chance to make the playoffs. Open it up here. Let's go ahead. Quitters, you can kick us off with who is going to be gobbling up some points the rest of this year.
1: Well, first of all, I'm shocked he doesn't have his lineup set yet. What the hell are you doing, Nick? Yeah, Come on, man! Yeah, you got a flex and a running back not going well. He doesn't have anybody going tonight at all. Well, no, uh, Robert, Robert Tony Toney, yeah, on the bench.
0: For no it's time. all right. It's that's fine. all
1: right. Looks like he's got a plan here for it. But uh, yeah, Nick's Nick's team, you know, pretty solid all around. Just uh, missing that that huge stud. He's got Josh Allen at quarterback. Obviously, he's going to be the the of points here. He's going to keep scoring. Um, putting up huge numbers, especially this week against Miami. Projected 34 points. That is insane. I don't think you see that very often from the quarterback. No, position, you so.
0: don't. That is a big number.
1: I'm Tyreek gonna, Hill's uh, another one too. So
0: yeah, I'm gonna say on the season is ghost. His ghost is gonna be it's gonna be Cordero Patterson. The guy's been setting the world on fire, but I think he ghosts some at some point in the season and makes nick limp down and because of that ghosting because of what that's going to do to his halfback position
1: what's he ranked position wise
0: um cordero he's got to be top number eight right right running number back eight, i say he did died. he play
1: wide receiver like two years ago yeah yeah
0: he's been mainly a punt returner up to this point um so says his team misses the playoffs quinter's thoughts playoffs no playoffs
1: it's going to be very close. He He's going to compete. He's going to be up there. He's obviously – he's making moves as well. He's he's at 25 moves. Uh, so he's in the top three of roster moves. So he's going to keep competing and keep trying. Yeah, it's like I said for Nate, at this point, being under 500, that's my only reason, Nick. I'm sorry. I'm going to leave you just short of playoffs as well.
0: Tough titty, said the kitty. Quinn is cracking another cold one. Onto the silver bullet, the 16 ounce pint with the twist top silver bullet edition.
1: Yeah, I didn't bring a single beer that would actually open with noise. So, noise yeah. Here, listen to this.
0: Uh, I bet you that picks up some good One not bad. That oh, bad. Good hear the carbonation release. That's and right. Then the, uh, twist
1: top, the crack open. Twist.
0: It was mm-hmm. wild. Ah, time to be live. Time to be live. Let's see here. Where were we? Jerry's Kids, I believe, is the next one on the docket. The always animated. the always, always grind and always hustling. But, you know, you've only got five moves on the season. So we went from some of the highest wheelers and dealers on the season to the lowest on the year. Only five moves. So pretty, pretty low there. Put in perspective, I guess crowley has gone wild. Even crow has gone wild. Harv has got him, got him beat with transactions. There was seven. So
1: he's right smack dab in the middle, making no moves. Seems like he yeah. likes mediocrity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he, he just just loves the mediocracy. Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe his team's so pat that he's four and three with a sixty three percent chance of making playoffs. Maybe there's a reason he's not making moves. Maybe this roster is just loaded. 923 points on the season. Let's open it up. Let's give Chadillac, CT, Chad Thompson himself, all the words of wisdom that we can possibly bestow upon him. And I'll kick it off here. I will give us a goblin. And I'm going to say that goblin's going to be mm, – that's kind of tough because I don't even know if he uses them very often. The fact um, that he's
1: not that bad. He's, he's not bad. that bad.
0: Goal, basically. Uh, no, I won't use him as the goblin, maybe the ghost. I don't know. I will use Zeke Elliott to be the goblin. So I think he's got – he's been, I guess you said, mediocre earlier for Chadillac's team. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't – Zeke's been, I guess for his standards, maybe mediocre, Halfback nine on the year, 19.1 points. I think he blows up down the stretch coming off this week seven bye he's just gonna go wild down the stretch that's what go out there and throw off there and say he's gonna be gobbling Thoughts
1: like on that zeke, coin? Huh? yeah i like zeke i think zeke's gonna go off as well uh he's he's had a really good year cowboys looked great i think i think they're a super bowl contending team just gotta yeah. keep putting it all together as the year goes yeah. on i do think cole beasley I hate to say it, Chad. I know he's your man. I know he's your dude. I know you love him. He's not that bad.
0: This year he is. But he has –
1: I just don't see it this year. I think think he's struggled a little bit. He's inconsistent, to say the least. Had a great week last week versus Tennessee, but – or two weeks ago, I should say, uh, against Tennessee. But um, I'd be shocked if he keeps up that kind of performance week in and week out.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair, fair one to point out. And really, going through the squad, if he can get Sterling Shepard back healthy, he's got two stud halfbacks. Really, he needs a Michael Gallup to get us get off this IR. Juju now on the IR—that's tough. This was a team that was really set up to do some things. Actually, I believe um, going through the squad, Leonard Fournette's been a very nice surprise. So if he can get a one-two punt between Zeke and Leonard, if I said a ghost, uh, Cole Beasley—it's gonna be weird coming from the Bucks fan. I just don't know if I trust Lombardi-Lenny, and I don't know if I trust him finishing down the stretch in a Bruce Aarons offense that is centered around throwing the ball. He's been nothing short of great so far this season. Um, I just, In my mind, for some reason, I just don't see the position rank 10 halfback continuing down the stretch, but I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. Hey, former first-round
1: pick. Yeah,
0: yeah, former first-round pick, and I certainly do love it. So, I mean, I guess with that, that's the lay of Chad Lack CT's land of the squad. We'll kick it back out here. I can't remember. I think it was a 63% chance. 63% chance. Already 4 3. Quinn, I'm going to put you on the spot. Just reminding you that Chad is. is Chad listen to this? Chad listens, and he is the most likely to put you up. Put Ah, you on blast. You're
1: not wrong there. Uh, No, Chad's team. Go back to the other page, real quick. Chad's team consistent week in and week out do i think he has a chance to win the league probably not do i think he's going to make the playoffs i would say yes you look at his point differential he's got a good point differential i mean he's he's scoring a decent amount of points like you said we make that jump with nick the last time so just making that jump he's in that second tier teams uh do i think he has the ability to win the league i would say no but i will put him in that playoff contention
0: Wow, I love it. So that means you still have your one last one outstanding on who you think's not going to make it. That's right. Um, uh, Chad, I tell you what, um, I love you, buddy. I do. I know this is going to pain you to hear it. And you're just going to say, what the fuck, Mitch Conlon? Why Why do you never pick my team on the weekly fix? Why don't you think I can make the playoffs from four and fucking three already? What else do I need to do, T.C.? And I don't know, Cadillac. I'll tell you, I think if it was not for the injuries that have been mounting up on your squad, mainly at the wide receiver position, uh, I think you had a hell of a shot, real shot at it, still have a real shot. At it. I mean, I'd greet that 63%. Unfortunately, I think you're going to fall on the negative side of that. And Jerry's kids are going to come up just a little short, but they can have their eyes on the prize for that first overall pick in the toy Bowl. On to a team you know real well, real, real well, Hungry, horny, and he he
1: Henry. That's hungry, horny, and he he Henry. To oh, you,
0: I love it. I love it. I was wondering if we were gonna get the uh, the highest wheeled turtle fucking version of the hungry, horny, he Henry. It. And you let it out. You let it rip. Um, the squad nine hundred and thirty-two points on the year. You have a per- playoff percentage. You got to like what you see there. 89.
1: Blows my mind.
0: Yeah, it blows my mind. Um, did you ever use venture 89com as a young man? I
1: can't say I did.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, there was one. you sure it just,
1: wasn't 69.com?
0: No, I'm, I, I know it seems weird to have it be 89. Um, you would think I was mistaken, <laughs> but I can browse it 89. It was like the, um, it was a very shitty website. I would say it was like the Craigslist of. Porn sites. Nice. Yeah, pretty porn nice. Porn sites a porn site. <laughs> porn sites a porn site. Hungry Horny and he, Henry, let's open this up. Let's get it. 89% four and three on the year. Sitting solid for the points four. I don't think – Yeah, you know, maybe it will surprise some people. I wouldn't think that anyone would be suspect of who I think would be gobbling up some points. I mean, he's in your team's name. But I know what. I'll give a nod, a tip of the hat to your rook. So one of your first-round picks, the first overall pick, I guess I should say, and Najee Harris, he's a guy, the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense hasn't been that great, hasn't been that efficient. I think that efficiency picks up, and the good thing is, even when that offense line doesn't allow him to run, he's been getting crazy, crazy volume and work in the passing game. I mean, 14 catches for 102 yards that week. That's mind-blowing. Positioning five at the, wide, at the halfback position right now, excuse me, as a rookie, that's been your goblin outside of obviously the obvious of Derrick Henry, and he's going to continue to eat some points.
1: I love it. Yeah, Derrick Henry and Najee Harris have been a hell of a tandem to have hey, there in the backfield. Sure.
0: For sure. Throw
1: Zach Moss in there from time to time. And, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a good year for me so far. Disappointing week last week, like I said. What's interesting is I have 932 points, but I put up a – Damn near a goose egg last week with 70 points, so fell down quite a bit. Well,
0: I mean, your squad was, like, was, legitimately all on by. It. Yeah, it
1: was bad. It was it was the craziest thing I've ever seen in fantasy. I oh, clearly they, did they not. did
0: DeAndre Hopkins just hit pay dirt for the boys' fall? I'm he sure definitely ripped oh, it. Oh, yeah. did they
1: call fucking First face shot. masking on him? Looks like they did. They called it back. Oh, damn.
0: There goes 12 points off the board for yeah, the sucks. boys of fall. That's a kick in the nutsack. Oh, it is. Sorry to interrupt your train. That's
1: fine. Uh, the ghost, though, of the team is the other uh, namesake of the team in Hunter Henry. I was showing you earlier tonight, he's got a touchdown pass in the last four games. I do not think that trend will continue. The tight end position, one of the hardest positions in fantasy to fill. Still playing it by week to week, trying to find those tight ends off waiver wire, all that good stuff. So. Hunter Henry, I'm keeping him on the uh on the radar for for my uh ghost there.
0: All right. I like it. That's just that seems fair. Um I guess the only ghost I would throw out there position rank 16 on the year. Ah, you gosh. hate him. I for some reason I do, but you know what? You got the Viking stack going now. You took Kirk Cousins, you got that feeling. They're gonna go after it, they're gonna stack it. They're desperate. They're desperate, but I'm gonna say Adams, your ghost.
1: All right. down the stretch i would put chase in front of adam for that chase claypool in front of Adam's. you
0: know i thought about that that went through my mind hopkins is, was giving the referee a piece of his mind i would like to give the referee a piece of my mind so with hungry horny he henry i think you got a nice solid round squad here so let me just kick it off and say you didn't
1: think that at the end of the year you picked me in the paper bag wow
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know um sometimes you just gotta Sometimes you just got us, you know, when you're part of the media, like I am, you just got to say
1: right,
0: rash right. things to try to, what I'm hoping is. And that circulates on <laughs> the social media is, and everyone's like, Oh my God. Listen to what he thinks about hungry, horn and he Henry. What a fucking fool.
1: It motivated us. Yeah,
0: obviously it did. To I'll go ahead. I'll put you in the playoffs and I'll just wait for you to say, thanks for me. Trading
1: you Derek Henry. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, uh, I, I did fun. give you a Dalvin De- cook and, uh, Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks, well, and the tight end Travis Kelsey. Well, yeah, uh, so that was a different. Deal. I think the eighty-nine percent is a little misleading. I don't think the percentage is that good. If I lose next week and four and four, we're sitting there at five hundred. Yeah. It's like that's for all the four and three teams, really, and the three and four teams for that matter. Sitting there at five hundred, ball. It honestly, it turns into anybody's game at that point. Who can who can muster out a couple wins in a row? Get lucky with the schedule matchup. So eighty-nine percent, a little high to me, but. I'll take it I'll take it and run um, So hopefully I can sneak in the playoffs We'll see I, I do think I will But we'll have to see
0: Wow um, Do you watch or have you watched Squid Game at all? I have not yet No, I haven't either I was hoping you uh-huh. did So you could like relate this to this show in some way But that was just a bust I figured maybe Well, we
1: had some kids at recess the other day Playing Squid Game They were giving real money to each other So had to handle that what uh? Didn't understand the reference, but okay, yeah. They're playing red,
0: uh, red rover, red, red rover, rover,
1: red rover, and, and they the were the winner got a certain amount of money. Wow, yeah. From so the others, this was
0: almost like a Fight Club yeah, going on. They're throwing on.
1: down real, real dollars there at recess. So. I think you need touchdown. Oh, nice. That's Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Oh shit! Any chance, start any chance
0: Kyler threw it to him, or you think he just I ran there right in? God dang it! Son Sucks for a, Nathan. Son of a biscuit. Yeah, should have had Chase in there. Was it Nathan? I think it was. Yeah, I think it's Nate. Daddy, Nate the Great. All it right. It wasn't
1: even Edmund. It was Connor. Who's Connor?
0: Sam's tonight.
1: Last name Connor.
0: Oh, was oh, it? Oh wow, connor. yeah. So Murray coach. wasn't even out there. It was just quarterback run. That yeah. could have been connor Murray for you. You could have just got your it would uh, be nice. It would be nice. All right. Well, that's trending in the right direction for your parlay, though. At least. So now off of Hungry Corny and Hee Hee Henry, let's get on Dan the Man, Danica Kirkpatrick, Daniel Lawford himself and centers like me, throwing up 957 points on the year, uh, sitting at 4-3. As Quinn said, a lot of 4-3, a lot of 3-4 squads, a slightly lower playoff percentage chance here at 85%. Let's open it up. Quinn, I'll just let you kick it off with. Where points have been gobbled and where they're going to continue to be gobbled.
1: Dan up. the man, he has come to play this season. He's not messing around. No. Uh, I think his points. I think the main goblin on his team has to be the wide receiver, wide receiver trio of Stefan Diggs, Mike Evans, and the one and only. what was I going to say? Shell. You
0: could almost say a quattro of wide receivers. He's got, you got eh? a
1: decent amount of wide receivers there uh debo samuel too i mean he's got some good wide receivers he's been carried by them so uh daniel doing a great job this season keeping his team involved i did beat him but uh he's been out there grinding making moves making trades yeah. daniel has never wanted to shy away from trades no, so
0: he, uh, he likes wheeling and dealing which,
1: come on daniel use that trade thing if there's people you want to trade yeah, put them up there. put come them come on, on there come
0: on dan let's see you use that functionality Get them out there. Uh, did you catch that? I uh, was using some Spanish. The Quatro.
1: That's good. Rushing yeah. up on it a who's little bit. Who's the Quatro? I didn't even say him.
0: Well, Stefan Debo, Justin Jefferson, and Mike Evans.
1: Oh yeah, can't beat them. That's yeah. Decent, yeah. decent wide receivers there.
0: Yep, I'll agree with you. They're gobbling. I'll tell you who's going to be the who's going to be the ghost. I'll tell you who the ghost is going to be. The Ghost is going to be none other than, I mean, I don't even think it matters because, honestly, he would just switch over to Justin Herbert if he won't already go with Justin Herbert. But I'm going to say Jalen Hurts turns into the Ghost. I mean, I read some clip that they saying they're saying there wouldn't be surprised, beat writers wouldn't be surprised if they even turned to Gardner Minshew at some point throughout the season. Apparently, his fantasy abilities have not matched up to his real world NFL quarterbacking abilities, despite Shit. being the position ranked five. So that's who I'm going to throw out there. I We're didn't the realize Jalen Hurts
1: was ranked fifth. Yeah. That's he,
0: wild. He's been, he's been balling. Um, it's a late game. He tried, attempts to come back Yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot of slop time I think has been involved in there. and You know, you kind of got a safe floor with his legs. So, yeah, that's who I'm going to say the ghost. I think that changes. Uh, Quinners, anyone else you'd want to throw out there? Any other risks on
1: this roster? Uh, the Bears' defense is kind of a risk in itself. I mean, the Bears are yeah. a train wreck. I'm sorry, Dan. Sorry, they, Bears fans. They got shredded by the Bucks last night. I couldn't believe they didn't fire Nagy right after oh, that game. I, I was like, here it comes.
0: Yeah, I think Dan was hoping that was going to be didn't the case. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. So let's go ahead. Let's put a plug in here. Um, I'm pretty sure all my spots are already filled for not in the playoffs. So I'm going to go ahead and say centers like me makes playoffs.
1: This is tough. So – Dan's sitting at four and three. I mentioned it with my squad four and three, three and four. Very dangerous territory. I think Daniel sneaks in the playoffs. I do. Uh, 85%, once again, I think is a little high. I don't know how they come up with these percentages. I I don't Uh, know either. No idea. But uh, yeah, two weeks, two losses in a row. He's probably down to a 22% chance. Just free ball in here, but that's my guess. But I do think he sneaks in. So there you
0: have it, folks. Loses two in a row. He will be down at a 23% playoff percent chance. Write Put it, it down. in the books. We'll keep on here, and we will go to who has a 90% chance. He's interested in showing everyone the leak. is pooper, if he can.
1: He skipped one.
0: Who did I skip? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, see, the reason I did is – we have. I was finishing out four and three. Uh, nah, right. You all catch right. that. Uh, that? That was a good 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 eye. Um,
1: I thought you were going on the list.
0: Well, I was, <laughs> <laughs> and then I audibled on. Yet I didn't tell uh, you. That's, that's fine. Omaha, Omaha. Omaha. What's your favorite audible
1: words to say? Monday. Monday. Monday means on one. Monday means on Monday. one. Yep. Monday. Monday. You hear that? They're gonna hike it. The very next next thing they say.
0: Just that fan meter.
1: No, at the NFL, at, don't we don't do that in the mirror. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we're not smart enough
0: for that. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Everyone would just jump off. Yeah, we're just. Yeah, just all right. We'll get into show me where you shit from. Worst name in the league. Wow.
1: I didn't say it. Chad said
0: it. Yeah, Chad did. Chad did it like this, and he didn't like uh, whatever Alex's name used to be about Cam Newton.
1: Yeah, I can't remember what
0: it was. I can't remember either. Must have been one of the worst team names yeah, in the league. but
1: terrible, he changed it though. So. Yeah,
0: that's. Ch- Jad puts team. one blast. <laughs> he had changed the team name. Show That's... me
1: where you ship from. Let's not listen. No,
0: no, I just don't think he cares. Like he he... doesn't listen. Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think he does. I like think he just, he's just, he, like, he's just out spreading his cheeks all the time. So he just doesn't care. Uh, let's get in here. I'll tell you, he's gonna gobble up some points. This is an obvious one. Tom Brady, TB12, okay. gonna gobble up some points and gonna gobble up a bunch of points this weekend. Gets the New Orleans Saints. That's not gonna today.
1: happen. They're going to shut him down, Lattimore. We own you guys in the regular season. Wow. Get used Just to it. it. Yo. So, All right. It'll be nice. I would say the gobbler, besides Tom Brady, obviously, is going to be Kyle Pitts. He's really come on lately. Ooh, yeah, he's been. He had a hell of a week last week. He's been on fire. I mean, the dude is putting up some serious points. Last two games, 26 and 29 yeah. points, 23 points. So, you really can't argue with that. I mean, like a stud. He is athletic. He is finding his niche in the offense. He's gonna, he's gonna keep it on, keep it on.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's a good one. I'd give honorable mention to uh, AJ Brown too. I think now that he's back healthy. He's been picking it up. Um, if someone's gonna ghost the squads, I'm gonna go ghost on them.
1: Mike Williams.
0: Mike Williams. I think that's all right. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll go ahead and let you give your talk track. I, mean, I think that's a pretty solid one. Position rank
1: ten. He came out on fire.
0: I mean, oh, look at those I'd weeks. Say, yeah. Look at those
1: weeks. He's had. He's had six weeks. He's had four booms and two busts. That's that's wild to think about. That uh, yeah, he won't have another thirty-three point two point week again. But he's very likely to have another four point seven week again. And I mean, the dude is getting older and older. You know uh, what? We'll see.
0: Oh, you sold me. You sold me, Quinn. I'll go ahead. I'll drop on that Mike Williams train too. Overall, though, I will say this is a nice, well-rounded-looking squad. We got some things we got to figure out there in the flex. I would argue with Daryl Williams, but you got Melvin Gordon the third down there. Henry Ruggs has been solid. Devontae Smith has been solid. Rondell Morris popped here or there. So, long story short, I think he could put the hell. He could even talk about maybe running a two tight end stack if he wanted to put Mike Geseki in there and then Kyle Pitts in his tight end spot. Options are endless here. I would say ninety percent chance of the squad making playoffs is pretty accurate. I'm going to lock him in and put him into the playoffs and potentially be a title. He
1: could have a buy. He could have a buy in the playoffs, but I hate to say, give Jake any compliments because he's sucks. But, uh, but yeah, he his teams. He's put together a good team. It's about time. He has a competitive team in fantasy. I've been playing fantasy with the dude for 10 plus years. I don't think he's ever made the playoffs. So just sucks. at It just sucks at It just absolutely sucks at it. So (laughs) I am glad to see him out there competing. Second highest scorer in the league. Uh he's put a lot together. He's done a lot of work. He is final ranking projection, finished second. So uh things are going Jake's way this year. Yeah. Must be fatherhood that really got him buckled down. Yeah, and it must learn be learn how to be a commissioner. Yeah, he or said a I owner.
0: I can't be just a piece of shit fantasy player. My daughter's looking up to me and That's I'm right. just gonna be pretty just going in a long line of Wife of God knows what if he didn't start turning around. So then he started turning around. And his wife then, is
1: embarrassed too. So might,
0: yeah, well, I don't know if that's changed. But, yeah, yeah, no, it hasn't.
1: <laughs> she's season all time.
0: Yeah, it, it that happens. We'll keep moving on. We are now at the five and two. So we've leveled up here. One thing I want to do before we get there, I do kind of want to take a look at how like who are all the three and four and four teams playing if there's any key mashups, centers like me, Mac and TDs, that's a four, three, three, and four big one. hungry, horny, hungry, horny, and he, Yenry herself or or I barely know her. Another four and three versus three and four match. Uh, really not a lot of them though. It's interesting. A lot of three and four, four and threes are either playing a level up or a level down. So mm-hmm. these standings, I have a feeling could look markedly different. I mean, obviously not huge swings, but just the way things are stacked. Great. Could look different. Even starting next week. With that, we'll get into Mount Daddy Squad. The guy, we gave Nate Daddy some shit. Well, this guy has 11 more transactions than Nate Daddy does. And we're sitting at 61 on the season. 61 transactions.
1: 61 transactions, and we're seven weeks into the year. Yeah, this is grinded. Nine (laughs) transactions a week. What are you doing, man?
0: I, I mean... Right, the only thing I can hope or think is that includes off-season transactions. I hope so. but <laughs> maybe... Just pick them up let them go. Pick them up let him go. Yeah. Him up, let him go. <laughs> that might be what's happening. Uh, this is a team name that I love. I assume you probably like the James Winston Revenge Door.
1: Yeah, I wish it was going better. But, yeah. Uh, well, nice James. He... I never even know.
0: <laughs> yeah, He's not like good in that no, it's No, it's a pretty funny logo. I'll give Mount Daddy that at 5-2. Quinn, I think there's two obvious candidates here in terms of who's going to be gobbling up some po- He's not not feeling good about Jameis Jabu going at the box. Yeah. He's got Ted Dugloves in there. That Interesting. Um Who do you think is going to be gobbling up some points or who has been gobbling up some points?
1: Oh, Cooper Cup. I mean, I had him at once upon a time, and I wish I still had him, but Cooper Cup is dominating the league. He is – what is he ranked? Wide receiver. He's got to be close to the top. You can't even click on him because you're looking for some weird <laughs> ass image. What just, is
0: Cooper I, Cup at? I was looking
1: at what a – Is he wide receiver one? Um, yeah, he man, sure is. Wide
0: receiver one, probably by a long shot too. 27.2 points dominating. averaged. Yeah, you got one, two, three, four weeks above 30. Uh, that's wild. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: so wild. Absolutely great player for mouth daddy. It's great to see, great to see Cooper Cup dominating like that.
0: You know him and the other transaction master, uh Nathan Pierce, that's where that came from. Oh yeah. um, Uh Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor. Way to go, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right now that's gotta burn a little.
1: I don't I would re recheck if Malcolm's actually your friend, Nathan. I think he might just be playing you. (laughs) Using you for fantasy players. (laughs) Yes.
0: that, that could be it seems like there's been some unjust behavior between <laughs> these two uh we'd have to go back and review the trades i don't know they essentially swapped teams at one point in time. so i'm <laughs> so, um, like i'm pretty i think i can confidently say whatever malcolm is right now is what Nate daddy would be if yeah, I, had, right. I hadn't made these trades yep. um so he went goblin with cooper cup i'll go ahead and i guess i'll just go the other one then with jonathan taylor Position rank three, I'll say he keeps gobbling them up. Uh, the ghost of this squad, no surprise, but it's that quarterback position. I mean, teddy two gloves, can't like that. Chievus Jabu Winston. He needs to get some offensive weapons, needs to get some help. He's understanding how good he had it down in the bay, with all the weapons surrounded there. Justin Fields has been. Nothing short of a disastrous like the rest of that Bears offense. I'm going to say just the quarterback position alone has no, been a I ghost and will continue
1: to be a ghost for the squad. I will say that Jameis has improved as a quarterback. He doesn't have as many weapons, yeah, but he doesn't over. have the turnovers. He doesn't have the idiotic decision-making that he yeah. had previously. So and You guys
0: are 4-2, and, and a win this Sunday would put That's you right. guys uh, technically number one in the NFC South.
1: Yeah, if I were Malk Daddy, I would probably start – James over Teddy, but that's coming from Saints fans. So what do I know? You
0: gotta think there's a revenge game narrative here, right? Like, how can you not? How can you name your team name the James Winston Revenge Tour? and Not and then when James is on his actual revenge tour, in uh-huh. there?
1: Well, yeah, it's wild, and I hate to say this, mouth Daddy, because uh you're gonna be mad at me. But look, I can't go you need, back. You need, need to go back into the league standings, Malcolm. Not only has he absolutely raped Nathan's team and <laughs> stole them all, but he's the luckiest dude alive. His points against uh, yeah, are
0: 793.
1: The second, second, next to you, other luckiest guy in the league. Oh, wow, yeah, mine's the lowest. Second lowest in the league. And, I mean, he's flirting there with 925. So, yeah, he's, an, he's a high-powered team, but he's not he's, – I mean – if I had to pick one of the top six to miss the playoffs, it would be it would be mouth daddy's James Winston oh. revenge tour just because I'm bitter. I'm bitter because you have Cooper Cup, and I'm bitter because of your points against, and I think the tides are going to change a little.
0: What do you think, speaking of Cooper Cup, we talked on it a little bit last week. What's your take on Cooper Cup's beard if this would open?
1: Yeah, it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Mine's not much better, but – Versus, I'm not in the
0: NFL. Yours <laughs> just way better than Cooper cups beard. Scary. That's uh, looks Amish. Yeah, he looks super Amish. That looks like a Halloween mask. Like oh, that should get sold. It's you could put it on and you terrify your neighbors. It's, it's
1: kind of scary. scary.
0: All right. Well, I put him in the playoffs. I don't know if I said that or not, but I'm putting him in the playoffs. You got him out.
1: I have him out, but his five and two record is helping a ton. I mean, he'd have to go two and five to miss the playoffs. So I don't. I have him out, but I could easily, easily, easily see him making it. I think it's interesting that at 5-2 and two, he has a lower percentage to make the playoffs than 1-3, 4-3 three. Three, teams. Yeah. Which, again, I don't know how the hell they make these playoff percentages, I, but I, I, it seems bass backwards
0: It does seem backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you said there. Finally, we'll get into the team that I could sit here and talk about for another 30 minutes if we need to. The boys will fall. Near and dear to my heart, the boys of fall. Um, I'll start it out with is that a decently high percentage there? Quinn, Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, keep talking
0: 99%. We all know 99%. Go ahead, put me in there. The boys of fall at six and one have fallen to the hands of the Mac and TDs. Uh, Quinn did put up a good point. I guess I didn't really realize that I'm almost the opposite narrative of Girlie's Gone Wild, you can almost flip around. My points against me is about what Harvest put up, and my points for is about what Harvest had against them. So I've had a lot of poor, poor performances against me.
1: It's like everyone kneels to the king. Yeah, it's just every, everyone. The king. Yeah, they just Take say that. They just say to
0: hell with it. We'll open it up here. The boys of Fall, Goblin, Ghosts. I don't know this team like back my head. We got some internet problems down here in Tux Pub. Can't this, get anything going. This, an you know? this could be an issue. This could be an issue. We have our last segment. It says it's failing to upload. So who knows? We might not even get that segment uploaded.
1: This this Thirty minutes. This ain't much blabbering.
0: Yeah, this ain't looking good for the internet. Let's see here. Oh, there we go. No, uh, just a little slow.
1: There's a little life in her.
0: Yeah, uh, she's churning and burning. We'll get this thing on the network. We'll get it up on the phone. There we go. Um, I'll tell you who's going to gobble up some points on this squad. You know, you said that you thought Patrick Mahomes was going to get back to gobbling. I agree with that, and I think that because of that, Travis Kelsey, yeah, he's position ranked one. He hasn't quite been the Travis Kelsey of the last few years. Been good, nonetheless. He's still Travis Kelsey, but I think Travis Kelsey is going to be gobbling it up for me. And then I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to throw my ghost on here too while I'm at it, and I'll let you talk from there on out. I'm going to say my ghost is DeAndre Hopkins. For whatever reason, I just say got, you know, a lot of great vibes out of DeAndre. he actually really looked. The amount of receptions and whatnot and targets actually been somewhat down this year. His target share has been down. His yardage has been down it's more or less kind of like your talk track you had about hunter henry earlier he's been hitting pay a lot and that's been making him look much better than he actually has been thus far this season
1: yeah it's no lie your team is hands head and shoulders above the rest of us it it's going to take one bad week and you won't win or just one week of somebody else going off and and it's very possible that you don't win the t- third title here and we keep this thing rolling but uh it's looking less and less likely like that's going to happen. Alvin Kamara, love him. Love him. Wish I had him. Um, but, yeah, that's the way it goes. So, he'd be my, my goblin is what I'm trying to say. Goblin. Yep. So, he's going to keep rolling. I disagree with the Hopkins take. I think Hopkins continues to put up big numbers. Love it. That uh, Arizona offense loves to throw the ball. And then Dalvin Cook, injury riddled the first half of the season. I think he pulls it together. He has a beastly season, not quite as beastly as the old Derrick Henry, but still pretty good.
0: All right, Uh, I like what you're saying there. The ESPN website it does not want to perform for us right now. All we're getting is just this waiting. The standings pop up just fine. They just want us to look at our team and my team. I mean, I think I'd lock
1: it in for the playoffs. Yeah. I'd One lock more it win in too. and you guarantee it in pretty
0: much. All right. I like that. One more and we're in. Hopefully, my victim is this week. And that's what we have. I mean, with that, we made it through the gauntlet. We brought it all to you guys. Um, anything really surprising tonight going through these standings? or
1: I'm still am most surprised by OBJYN being down there. Yeah. 22% chance to make the playoffs. I still think it's better than that. I think he sneaks in. I have Malk Daddy as my one, the top six that sneaks out. That could easily be proven wrong too. I mean, like I said, he's five and two. He's had a great start to the year. Everyone pretty much wrote him off beginning of the year. Said he's playing for next year. He's building. He's playing chess, but we're all playing checkers. He's trying to collect draft picks, set himself up. I mean, shit. Look at him. He's five and two. He's rolling. He's ready.
0: Fuck, guy could win it this year for all we know, and then have all that next year going. So dangerous. I agree. OBJYN was a surprising thing to me. And then honestly, you know, I hadn't really looked at it that hard until the night. Your call out of the Tomcats being kind of right up in there, at least right up in there with the three and four. And I guess maybe the bottom tier the four and three teams in terms of points uh, it just has had a hellacious amount of points scored against them.
1: Yeah, people need to stop going off against Tommy yeah. B. poor guy. Yeah. He's up on those windmills working his ass off. He's getting railed in fantasy. <laughs> Come on, guys.
0: Yeah, that that is definitely tough titties, said the Tomcat kitties. That's right, that's so right. That will happen. Um, so, I mean, with that, we'll go ahead and give you your picks. The Thursday night football game, as we said earlier, is already underway, 7-7. Um, I don't think Quinn's parlay is really at risk yet. Who scored for them? Um, I think it was A.J. Dillon that smashed it in there. I'm not 100% sure. Let's see if the endgame line has changed much. No. So, I guess the Cardinals now are just a a five-and-a-half point favorite and the over-unders at 52-and-a-half. So, honestly, everything's still right in there. Still got plenty of time. Kyler hit Vader. That parlay has a hell of a chance yet. Um, No – no big time, no big time. In game play recommendations there. Lions haven't moved enough. Although Cardinals at five and a half.
1: Let's be real. Nobody's getting to this podcast by the time it's still in game. No, that, that's
0: that's that's a good good point. That's a great point. So let's go ahead and bring them our two squads. Throw down this week. We have the Buccaneers. Verse the Saints here. Oh, look
1: at that. 24
0: to 23. Yeah, that's the projected score there. That is, uh, did they have you guys winning mm-hmm. that
1: 24
0: 23? Mm-hmm. The Wild. Fuck. All right. So, um, we are at the Superdome. So, we're on the road. We're going against Houdat Nation and Nolens. And yeah, they have us 24 23. Let's see what the actual spread is. The Bucks are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. 78% of the public is going on that four-and-a-half points. And then the over-under is at 50, and 74% of the public is pounding 50? the over.
1: Yeah, so I mean, The Saints defense is nothing to shy away from, nothing to bad try. Uh, at. They're good defense. Yeah, the Bucks. But are. the Bucks defense is terrible, but the Saints' offense is terrible, so I'll uh, well. take the under. All right, so we got a call right
0: away. We're taking the under at 50, and what are you taking there on that? plus four and a half, minus
1: four and a half spread. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I do think the Bucs will be able to move the football. Tom Brady is clearly wants revenge. I mean, they got him in the playoffs last year, but the Saints did get him twice in the regular season. So yeah. I'm sure he's he's holds a grudge for that. But uh, I don't know. Saints at home, they haven't been home all season. They've still been on the road with Hurricane Ida. Whoa, and stuff. I hadn't thought about that. they only played one home game this year, so. Being home, being – And that was the one home. that was in Miami against the Packers? No, that was played, like one actual one home game. One actual home Okay. Game. So, I mean, that's seven weeks into the season. Yeah, right that's not on, One home game. So, week eight be their second home game. I think that will play a big factor. I think the Saints, Saints cover. Saints win wow. outright. Wow. Put your money on it. And the under. Saints in the under. Oh,
0: okay. I mean, you're betting. You're fading the public hard. which I'm fading you know, hard. That's usually a good decision. But <laughs> – in this instance, when you guys are going to get railroaded by the Buccaneers, <laughs> it's not a good decision. So, yeah. TV 12, Tom Brady, he's coming in. He's going to ball. And we're going to see what it looks like to watch Seamus, Jabu, Winston, throw it to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again. Yeah. Because we're going to be picking them off. He hasn't had many goal. picks <laughs> this year. You know he's going to want to really press in this game. and. Showing what he's made yeah, of in this.
1: Weird-ass workouts. and <laughs> Yeah. See the one where he was bench pressing on like a core exercise ball. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> no. Shaking like crazy trying to push <laughs> those dumbbells up. It's, like it's a good core workout, but. No, no I don't doubt it, but no, I've not seen that.
0: I'll have to take a look ball. at that. Um, Because of that, the Bucks are going to ball. We're going to put up 30 points ourselves. You guys will be able to put up some points. I'm going to ride that stinky, stinky public, and I'm going to go with 78% of the public and 74% of the public. Give me the Buccaneers to cover and give me the consensus of 50 points over under to go over.
1: We're opposites on that one.
0: Yeah, we're opposites. We will see who ends up being right there on that. With that corner, that's all the TV programs, all the programming we had tonight um how to go for you a second time through the gauntlet here at the Race three podcast
1: well like i said less less nervous but also less prepared so uh probably blabbed more than i needed to but oh uh,
0: no, i thought those that... of you that are still
1: listening i apologize yeah what, what percentage of our user base do you think that is well of the eight listeners we could give a podcast by <laughs> two mouth daddy two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he's probably sitting there making transactions yes. <laughs> <laughs> changing his team listening listening to the podcast so Thanks, Malcolm, for listening.
0: <laughs> this one's for you, Malk Daddy. Is that who I should just cheers it out to from now on? <laughs> yeah. Cheers, you guys. Cheers to Malcolm you know Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> cheers to
1: Lee. Chad probably
0: listens too. <laughs> yeah, Chad likes CT. He's probably in there till the end. Um, should we throw some kind of test out there to see how many people listen to the end? There's no way we've gone. We're pushing an hour and a half. It's yeah. very unlikely. Very guys. many. What do we want them to say in the Facebook feed if they listened all the way to the end?
1: Well, Alex doesn't even have Facebook, so yeah, he well, can't he say can, anything. He did text
0: us. so yeah.
1: Just give us your pick, Saints or Bucks. Yeah, Let's there hear you go. It.
0: Let's hear it, people. Saints or Bucks. We want that in the feed if you made it all the way to the end of this Race of Three podcast. Um, with that, everyone have a good Halloween. Eat some candy. Wear your costumes. Uh, what else do you do on Halloween? Watch some it's scary, spooky people. movies. <laughs> Scare people. Scare your wife. Scare your wife. There you go. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to you, Quinn. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Anytime. And cheers to the league.